Thank you very much, Kara. We got a guest musician, Kara. Uh, uh, this is Presbyterian Church of the Covenant. Welcome to Presbyterian Church of the Covenant. My name is Reverend Jason Warren Griffiths. There's a team over there, a team back there is doing amazing things. Worship team doing amazing things. Um, everybody keeps asking when the choir's coming back. Choir's coming back as soon as the choir can come back. Okay? <laughs> Quit asking Cornell. She's now you can keep asking Cornell, but that's going to be the answer. Right now, September 17th, I think is the, the date. Is that a Sunday even? Yeah, probably, right? Okay, good. Uh, right after this service, we get our first Sunday of the month. We usually share a meal together. This is actually the probably the 60th annual church picnic or whatever. I don't know how we've, we've been doing it. I was handed the baton. They were doing it for a long time before then. You got any idea, Pat? First time they did a church picnic, did they do it that first year? They did it the first year. So we've been around 60-something years, and uh, we missed probably one because of COVID. Glad everybody's here. What other things happening? There's Tuesday night prayer. It started on the first Tuesday of the month, then summer hit. Now it's landing on the second Tuesday of the month. The bulletin's incorrect. The covenant call is correct. September 12th, we'll be meeting in the nursery and if you're not able to physically be on campus, um, pray wherever you're at. And if God tells you something, we want to hear about it. So email Amy, and her email address is on the back of this, I think. Anything else that's happening? Lunch Bunch is coming up September 6th. That's this Wednesday. Daytimers, we're starting back up this Wednesday. 10 in the uh, fireside room. We got a reception for Betty Beanston. Um, or memorial service and reception for Betty Beanston. That's next Saturday, September 9th. Starts at 10 a.m. And there's senior options that's coming up September 27th. What was I going to say? Oh, if you're new or just coming back around, these things are in front of you. It took me a second to find mine just because that's me. Uh, fill out your mainly your name and your email, especially if you're not on the email list. Um, would love to give you all the information. Oh, and yeah, we'll do that later. Let's greet each other in the name of the Lord with a holy fist bump. All right, all right. That's, that's enough fellowship. Now I'm just messing. Don't you love this energy? All right, everybody, let's, let's, let's rein it in. But not too much, because this is a place of joy. This is a place of celebration. Would you please stand with me for this call to worship? And before we call to worship, I want two more announcements and two more reasons to praise God. Uh, one of them was we, we, we opened another doorway into this church last night. We had a, a Saturday evening worship service gathering. It's, we do worship, though, so it's, it's interesting. We, it's worship and small group, basically, in a meal. They, it, Emphasis is on meal, right? Because we, we ate like kings and queens. And so praise God and invite anybody you, you've ever met. Um, 
it was just, it had a really, it was a beautiful spirit. Thank you so much for everybody praying and setting the stage for that. And the second really announcement, and I want to be praising God about, is there's been a couple people like whispering in my ear, hey, I want to join the church. If that's you, speak to me after the service, and we're getting together a new members class, probably one of the weekends in October. And what that means is I let you know more about this particular uh, outpost of God's kingdom and a little bit about the Reformed faith, the Presbyterian denomination. That's enough announcements. Let's put that to the side, slow down. I'm speaking mainly to myself. (laughs) Take a deep breath. And I'm going to read from Psalm 105. This is from the King James Version. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Sing unto him, sing psalms unto him. Talk ye of all his wondrous works. Glory ye in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face forevermore. Let's seek the face of God this morning.
see the work of your hands. Galaxies spin in a heavenly dance, oh God, all that you are so overwhelming. I hear the sound of your voice. Of mercy, I'm over. 
There's nothing worth more that will ever come close. Nothing can compare. You're our living hope. Your presence. I've tasted and seen of the sweetest of loves, where my heart becomes free. And my shame is undone in your presence, Lord. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory. God is what our hearts long for, to be overcome by your presence, Lord. There's nothing worth more that will ever come close nothing can compare you're our living hope your presence I've tasted and seen of the sweetest of loves when my heart becomes free and my shame is undone in your presence Lord Holy Spirit you are welcome here come flood this place and fill the Goodness. Holy Spirit, you are well. 
glory, God, is what our hearts long for, to be overcome by your presence, Thank you. Our Lord's mercies know no bounds. And as we just sung, we can be unashamed because of his mercies. His grace is bestowed abundantly to all those who believe. Each one of us, if we're going to be honest, in our moments of weakness, fall short of the glory of God. But yet, in his matchless love, he continues to beckon us and call us to him to lay down our burdens and to find forgiveness in his embrace. Together, as one body, let us pray, confessing our sins, seeking the restoration that only our Redeemer can provide. Will you please join me in prayer? Holy and merciful God, we praise you. We praise you for you are faithful and just. You always love us, always. But we do not always act like we love you. Our self-delusions and self-justifications run deep. We trust in our own ability and decision-making. We fail to live as grateful disciples of Jesus Christ. Forgive us, Lord, for our blindness, our willfulness, and our pride. Set us back on your path of grace, witness, and service, we pray. We confess, too, that there are times when we stray from you, Lord, and we drift towards other things. Forgive us and make us aware of any dangers or stumbling blocks that would inhibit our love for you. Keep us from developing an attitude of complacency. Keep us in full and utter dependence on you, Lord. May we stand before your throne of grace one day and hear you say, Well done, good and faithful servant. In Jesus' name we humbly pray. Amen. Beloved, hear the good news. In Jesus Christ, we are offered a love that knows no end and his mercy that overcomes every single one of our transgressions, no matter how bad or how unforgivable you think it is. Though we fall short of God's goodness, his grace is boundless, always, always reaching out to embrace us to heal us, to restore us. 
Know that when we confess with a sincere heart that the Lord is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The good news, in Christ Jesus, every single one of us, we are forgiven, we are renewed, and we are loved. Thanks be to God. to welcome um, pianist Kara Ford. She will play piano for us a few numbers and uh, she's going to play special music for us, How Beautiful by Twyla Price. So please welcome here Kara Ford, our pianist. <clears throat>
That, I can't think of a better way to lead into our new sermon series um, on psalms, songs from the heart. Can you just feel that? It's floating in the air. Um, and that's a gateway into this n- next sermon series. As I was studying and preparing for it, I noticed it's very similar to the first sermon series that I preached here at Presbyterian Church Covenant for four years ago. On Sabbath, um, there's a call from this book to slow down. And I'll get that into that in a second after I read the text. But it's also one of the things I also, I sent out email and I put it in the covenant call. What's your favorite song? And a couple people responded and had conversations with a couple of people, and they were all over the place, you know. There was a lot of love for this book. But all of them said, when I asked them why it's their favorite, they first responded with, it just speaks to me. This book is so personal. These psalms written primarily by David, but there's some other authors involved. It's so different than all the other books of the Bible. It's like reading someone's journal. And I think before we even get to the text, there's an application. If you haven't discovered the power and the wonder of reading and praying through and singing to yourself the book of Psalms. Today I'm cordially inviting you to do so. Psalm 1. That's what we're going to be studying today. Is everybody still awake? Okay, perfect. Psalmist writes, Happy are those who do not follow the advice of the wicked. Or take the path that sinners tread, or sit in the seat of scoffers. But their delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law they meditate day and night. They are like trees planted by streams of water, which yield their fruit in its season, and their leaves do not wither. In all that they do, They prosper. The wicked are not so, but are like the chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. This is the word of the Lord. Please pray with me. Heavenly Father, precious Lord Jesus, powerful spirit, Teach through me. May we be transformed from the inside out. Made into servants that are like trees planted near streams of water. And all God's people said, Right from the outset, very first verse, 
Worship is deeply personal, but it's not private. Worship is deeply personal, but it's not private. We need to sing louder. Cornell, amen. <laughs> yeah, you, you heard it. Yeah, God said it. Cornell's like, I don't, I don't want to get punched in the face. <laughs> God said it right here. And there's a choice from the outset. What's the choice? Follow in the ways of the wicked? Or what? Delight in the law of the Lord. Delight in the law of the Lord. What is that? I think that's a, that's a call to a personal relationship with the God who made you. And knows the way that you work best. His laws aren't, don't do this. What was that old saying in the 50s? Don't smoke, don't drink, and don't date anybody who does or something. I don't remember how it rhymes. Don't smoke, don't drink, don't go And something like that. <laughs> Danny kind of remembers it. Yeah, we're, we're hip-hop children. We don't know this. <laughs> Look at that image that the psalmist paints for us. I'm reminded, my first Sunday, Terry took one of the bulletins and just drew a tree. And she said, I speak this over you, Jason. May your roots grow deep here. And not just this location, but in the God of this location. That's this image. Have you ever been somewhere where there's a tree next to a river? A big tree? I was in... uh, First mission trip. I graduated from high school, went for six weeks down to um, Venezuela out in the middle of the jungle. And we're right on the Orinoco, and there was this huge tree. And we walked, it was right near where we, uh, where we slept, where the men slept in our bunkhouse. And every day we would come out, and this tree was just massive. I don't know if you know this about the Amazon jungle, you can cut down up to a hundred trees and they won't drop. They're intertwined at the top. There's these huge trees. And right next, next to this Orinoco, these roots, I just I picture that when I read this text. You could drive into that tree with the biggest truck that man has made, and I don't think that that thing would budge. Um, 
So the choice, the choice is between this tree that's planted by a river and following the way of the wicked. When he spends some verses talking about where the way of the wicked ends, where does that end? Not well, (laughs) right? We can just sum that up with, I don't want to be on that way. And then he ends. Um, Before I move on, we sang earlier, um, and this is just to sweeten the pot of being in that place like a tree planted by a river. In your presence where my shame is undone. My shame is undone. Like I said in my intro to this, all the Psalms, I think without exception, like all the Psalms call us to slow down and plug into God. We were up at that Christian camp I'm going to mention it for a couple months, I think, because it was that transformative a situation. But it was corny. But the worship leader said, I know this is corny, but um, what's, in, what's, what's important for a phone? And the kids all go, power! <laughs> you know, because how many times have you run out of power on your phone and you're just, this thing is stupid. <laughs> I, could, I can't talk to anybody. It's worthless. So you've got to charge your phone. And then he says, what do you think of when you, when you think of, you, I, most of the people have the Apple iPhone or whatever, and they think of that cube with the outlet. And they, he said, everybody lift up your hands. And I'm going to have everybody here like lift up your hands. I know this is corny. <laughs> but that's application number two. Do this sometime this week. And picture yourself as an outlet plugging into God. Plug into him. It's personal. The psalmist kicks it off with an invitation. I've mentioned this over and over. One of my favorite musicians, the boss, Bruce Springsteen from Jersey, he does storytellers, VH1 storytellers, and he's talking about the origin of the, story, the, the song Thunder Road, and he's talking about how it came about, and he said, you know what, this, this, this song Thunder Road, it's really an invitation to anybody who's listening, get in the car and let's go for a ride. The psalmist is saying, hey, anyone who's listening, anyone here today at PCC, Let's get in and plug into God. Let's get in. Let's start developing this personal relationship with the God who made us. And we're celebrating later the table. That's the same choice. That's the same invitation. Hold that in the back of your mind. And then at the end of this text, what does he say? For my eyes are on the righteous. 
It's the opposite of how people view God outside the church. Who in here has thought of God as the overseer waiting for you to make a mistake and just slap you on the wrist? I have. Right? I think that's the opposite of this, the psalmist. The psalmist is pointing back to that verse where his eyes are upon you and he wants you to prosper. He wants you, Marsha, to prosper. He wants you, Dr. T, to prosper. He wants you, Kara, to prosper. He wa- and fill in your name. He wants you. He wants to plug in with you and have you prosper. I'm so sick of every other voice bringing problems to me, right? It seems like everywhere you look, there's someone who wants to take you down a notch or two. Not if you look up. Not if you look to the God who gave us this psalm this morning. So, it's an invitation. Plug into God through Jesus the Christ at this table later in the service. It's an invitation. Open your Bibles during the week. Read a psalm. Make it a prayer of your own. Pick out favorite verses. Pick out favorite phrases. If you had to pick one word in this passage, what would it be? Shout it out. Not whisper it. Shout it out. <laughs> Blessed. Blessed. Delight. Delight. Watches over. over. That's two, but that, I can't, I, you can hyphenate it. <laughs> Meditate. That's the one that popped out on me. Meditate. Get lost in it. And sometime during this week, plug in. Physically lift up your hands and plug in to God. Please pray with me. God, I just thank you so much for this invitation through the psalmist to delight in your law, O Lord, and ultimately to delight in you. Thank you for wanting to get to know us. Thank you for wanting to watch us and have us prosper. Please, please deliver us from the evil one. Please keep us from following the wicked. And all God's people said, now it's the part of the service where we continue the invitation. And this...
we invite you to give your tithes and your offerings and your gifts to this adventure of plugging in into God and watching God use us in the place that he's placed us. This morning's offering is now received. I want you than more than gold or silver. I want you more than gold or silver. Only you can satisfy. You alone are the real joy giver and the apple of my eye. You alone. this and let me pray God once again I thank you for blessing us so so much I pray that you would take these tithes take these gifts take these offerings and use them to your glory and all God's people said please stand with me and sing doxa Father makes us one 
Come take the bread, come drink the wine, come share the Lord. We'll gather soon where angels sing. We'll see the glory of our Lord and coming King. Now we anticipate the feast for which we wait. Come take the bread, come drink the wine, come share the Lord. Come take the bread, come drink the wine, come share the Lord. Come take the bread, come drink the wine, come share the On the night that Christ was betrayed, he gathered around the table. They were celebrating the Passover meal. And this bread was unleavened, symbolizing that they had to get out of Egypt so fast that they couldn't wait for the bread to rise. The cup symbolized the blood of the spotless lamb that gave its life which they spread over the doorposts so the angel of death would skip over, pass over the house and spare, spare the lives of the youngest men. Jesus on that day, he said, we're going to change the game. I'm here on behalf of my father and I'm making a new covenant. And it's not just with the people of Israel. It's with anybody who's in need. Raise your hand if you're in need. He flung the door wide open. He got the two. Justin's applying. He doesn't have to do that the rest of the week. (laughs) Two birds, one stone. I get it. But this table is... Like I said in my sermon, the invitation to the easy yoke, to the tree planted near that raging river that gives its roots life that never diminishes. Notice the the green leaves are always there. Jesus said, this bread is no longer this unleavened. It's actually my body and this cup is no longer that blood over the doorpost but it's a new covenant it's the blood within me and Paul adds to the Corinthian people Corinthian church as often as we gather around this table that's you and I we proclaim that this new covenant is with us and that he's coming back for each and every one of us. Please pray with me. Heavenly Father, precious Lord Jesus, powerful spirit. As we slow down and plug into you, and renew our covenant with you. I pray that you would raise us up this morning.
May this table be our choice this week to not follow the wicked, but instead to delight in you and your law. And all God's people said, like I've already said, he broke this bread, saying, this is my body, broken for you. Take, eat all of it. In the same way, he took the cup, and he said, This is the cup of the new covenant. Sealed in my blood. Shed for you for the forgiveness of sin. Every time you drink from this cup, you do so in remembrance of me. And when we take this bread and we drink this cup, We proclaim the mystery of our faith. Christ has died, Christ has risen, and Christ will come again. Take, drink, and do so in remembrance. Will you pray with me? Holy God, we thank you for this feast of grace and life. As we have been served, help us to serve our neighbors. As we have been fed, help us to feed all who are hungry. As we have been loved, help us to love the world. Because in Jesus Christ, you have loved us. Amen. Like I said earlier, right after the service, I want to invite everybody to partake, I think it's taco salad, is that correct? Yes. Partake in the celebration. I think the band's going to go over there. And if we're lucky, we might hear a Michael McDonald song. <laughs> but for now, please put out your hands like this. I guess it's a little bit of a teaching Sunday. This symbolizes a couple things. Well, one of them, it, it, what does it make you think of? It actually makes me think of my son when he was a little baby saying, yeah, touchdown for all you football fans. That's not one of them. <laughs> that's not one. Well, I guess it officially can be that. Uh, and you guys can put your hands down while I teach and then bring them back up. But this is pick me up, save me. Hosanna, save, save now. But it also means you're the, you're the one. You're the one I worship. This is a posture of receiving. Posture of humility. And this morning, receive the benediction as as those two things. May God's face shine upon you. May the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit guard and keep you. And may the peace of Christ, which transcends all understanding, guard your hearts and minds today, tomorrow, forevermore. May it be so. Amen.
and forgive.